Hey bosses, this is Rianne and this is Ellie and you're listening to the Be Your Own Boss podcast. It's time for happy hour with your favorite hype squad. Here we inspire you to be the CEO of your life because you don't need a business to be your own boss. We know that navigating the ups and downs of life can be overwhelming, but you're not alone. Let's level up together and tap into our boss energy. Grab a beverage. It's time for BYOB. Hey bosses, welcome back to BYOB. We're so excited to have you here. And honestly, I'm just energized to get started because I feel like we haven't had a check-in episode in a while. And this is really our time to sit down, decompress, talk about all of the good things that have been happening and maybe some of the bad things because we were having technical difficulties earlier. But hey, we are here. We are alive. Thank you for today. Thank you for being here. And we're just excited to chat. So let's get started. Let's dive in. Yes, we have the last like 30 minutes had technical challenges, but we're on and we're so grateful to be making it work. But yeah, really excited to check in today and to have our first episode um, outside of our B series. So the last few weeks has been really fun having guests and really tuning in and honing in on our B series. And now we're back to our regularly regularly scheduled programming. Mm-hmm. You know the drill. Hopefully you brought an ep- brought an episode. No, hopefully you brought a beverage to share with us today since we're here and it is BYOB time. As you know, this is happy hour with your gal, gal pals, as well as just having fun, bringing in all the realness of life and checking in with each other and see how we're doing. So Ellie, did you bring a beverage today? Mm-hmm. I have some sparkling water. It is Spindrift's, I think it's raspberry lime that I got, but Spindrift is like my favorite sparkling water company. So have some Spindrift today. But what are you sipping on today? Did you add anything to it or was it just a regular Spindrift? It's just, yeah, it's just regular, like a can of Spindrift and the flavoring is raspberry lime, which is Mm. very good. Yum. I love it. Uh, I'm actually trying a new beverage. I saw this at Sprouts the other day and I had to pick it up. It's kind of probably the same as like a poppy or an olipop. It's called Culture Pop. Mm. This is what it looks like if you're watching it on the video. Uh, If you're not, it is strawberry and rhubarb flavored and it's described as fizzy and gutsy probiotic soda. So yeah, just like kind of like an olipop and poppy type of drink. Yeah, it's very fun and it's really refreshing. I like it. It's, I would say it's not as flavored as a poppy, which I love poppies, but this is actually really mm-hmm. good. And I don't know if they're local. Um, I just saw it at Sprouts and decided to pick it up and it's actually really good. So I recommend. Yum. Yeah, that sounds good. I've seen them at Sprouts as well and have wanted to try it. So next time I'll have to try it. So we have a lot to catch up on today. Like Rian said, we're excited to do a little chat catch up episode but also just talk about the B series and kind of wrap that up. It's been a really impactful last few weeks. So we're very pumped to talk about it and some other things that are going on. The B series. This was honestly really fun. I enjoyed having all of our different types of guests on the show to talk about that specific intention that we had them focus on and what we intended to have the series be, get it, B series, B, 
was to showcase the different types of intentions that you could focus on in your life. Not necessarily saying that you had to be one thing or another, but just letting you know that like, hey, there are so many fun, creative, bright ideas out there that people are focusing on to let their inner selves shine. And I think like that just goes Mm -hmm. back into what we are trying to do at BYOB, right? To inspire Mm -hmm. you to be the CEO of your life. And by doing so, there are these specific intentions like be vibrant, be adventurous, be aligned that really help you tune into who you are as a person. So whether you're an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or not, as we like to say, these are such applicable things for anybody and everybody. So it's all about that like self-awareness factor of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, it was such a fun last few weeks. So we started off with just a little recap if you didn't catch our previous episodes. Starting off the series with Be You, all about being authentically you, and then went into Be Adventurous with Lexi. And that was such a fun episode to mm-hmm. hear about her travels, her adventures, get some tips. And then the next week we had being an advocate for yourself where we, that was like a really big episode where we shared some really tangible takeaways for being an advocate for yourself, specifically in your career, but also sharing some exciting life updates for us. And then we had Be Aligned with Kelsey Erickson. And Kelsey is always like such an amazing guest to have on. We appreciate her wisdom. We love her so much. So it's so fun to have her on the podcast for a second time to talk about alignment. And then we wrapped it up last week with Rachel and Rachel's episode also so impactful of her sharing a story of times where, you know, we strive to be so vibrant and there's times in life that might knock us down. There might be obstacles and challenges, but overcoming that is so huge. So she shared some incredible stories with us and is like the most vibrant person ever. So it's been such a fun last few weeks. And if you missed any of our previous episodes, definitely go back and give them a listen because they all were really great with uh, aligning to our best selves. For sure. Yeah, I would agree. I think like I learned so many different things throughout the last couple of episodes, especially talking with our guests. And I think what's so empowering about that is listening to other people's stories, having them be vulnerable and sharing some of like the really tough times like Rachel did, as well Mm -hmm. as listening to Kelsey's episode, you know, like we talked a lot about alignment and following your gut intuition. And a lot of times that's harder to do than it is to just talk about. And we did talk about that. Like we Mm -hmm. highlighted, like sometimes it's really difficult to align to your intuition, but how do you do that? And how do you continue to put yourself forward? And I think a lot of these topics are many things that people feel but not necessarily talk about and Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to what we are trying to do here at BYOB is to show you that you are not alone when life gets hard we are the people that are willing Mm -hmm. to talk about some of the really tough challenges and not just feed you the motivational the inspirational you know the like toxic positive lowdown that you usually get on social media or through books and feel like you have to have your life together because you don't. This is a safe space for you to feel and to be inspired, but as well as like be in tune to yourself as a person because we always go back to that self-awareness aspect of it to understand that like if you are not grounded in what you stand for, your values, your uh, your motivation as a person intrinsically, 
then you're just going to be pulled one way versus another. And while we were mm-hmm. introducing these ideas of what could possibly inspire you, it wasn't to tell you that you had to be fit into a box of being vibrant or being adventurous. But maybe it did spark something in you and was like, wow, like I do want to try something new or I do want to try running or travel to a different country or maybe talk to a motivational life coach to really like validate where I am in my life. And I think that's what was really important, Mm -hmm. being able to like hold space for everybody, also hold space for ourselves because even though we were sharing this information for you, it very much like aligned with what we are going through in our lives. At least that's what it felt like for me. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I I wholeheartedly agree. And I feel like for us both, the last few months kind of in tangent with our B-series have been really impactful months for us in many areas of our life where we've had a lot going on. So it was so fun to be able to really gain wisdom from guests as well and put that directly into life. I know that that's something that I've been working on and um, I have so many ideas. Like I think every time we have a guest and when we talk to each other, just the two of us as well, like you're on such a creative high and Mm -hmm. you have all these good ideas. In the last month or the last few episodes, I've really been feeling that and being like, how can I channel this to extend beyond the podcast, but in my personal life, in my work life, um, relationships, family, like everything. So it's been really fun. Um, Absolutely. So definitely like, yes, like we said, check out our previous episodes if you haven't listened to them, especially the amazing episodes with our guests, because it's always so fun to have more people on the mic. But there also has been a big phenomenon in the last few weeks since we've been doing the B series. And I feel like honestly kind of ties with this topic of like living in alignment with yourself, like, you know, what are we here for? What do you want to do? And that is the Barbie movie. So we both have seen the Barbie movie and I know it is like a huge thing right now. Um, It's all over social media. People are talking about it. I mean, their marketing team is incredible. Everything's pink. Everything, it's just everywhere. And so we both recently saw it and we're I'm just curious to hear, you know, your take, Brianne, and open up the dialogue because I think the Barbie movie honestly kind of fits in to some of these conversations about being your best self, living in alignment. What do you want in your life? So I think we should chat about it. Mm -hmm. Let's chat about Barbie. You are so right. Like Barbie is taking the world by storm and taking the entertainment industry by storm. It's taking my life by storm. And it's, I loved it. It was so empowering, so validating in every way, especially during this transitional time in my life where I have been like struggling with what am I doing? What is my purpose? What was I made for? Mm-hmm. Cue Billie Eilish. Cue the tears. And That's I soft. just think that like, oh, yes, oh, just guts me every time I hear it. And Seriously. But it was just like, it was so intuitive. And I feel like it's something that a lot of people related to. And also, I think what we're going to be doing today is like recapping the symbolism and the movie overall. There might be a couple of spoilers. So if you want to see the movie and you don't want to have it spoiled for you, just hang tight. We'll try not to spoil it, but I think we'll go through a lot of the big themes that were Mm -hmm. in the movie. And if you haven't heard about what the movie is about, like 
it is very fun. It's girly. It's all of the things. There are dancing, there's music, and it's upbeat and lively. But there's also a lot of societal themes that are tied into the mm -hmm. into the movie. It's like a hit of reality plus Barbie Dreamland fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. That's a great call out that if you haven't moved, if you haven't seen the movie, like stop right now if you don't want to hear spoilers. Um, but at this point, I feel like it's it's literally everywhere. Everywhere I look, there's something about Barbie and its meaning. Um, but yeah, I'm so curious. Like, first of all, who you went with and um your thoughts after because so I went with Jake, my fiance, and we sat in the movie theater and I like it took me some time to process. Like I know some people leave the movie in different feelings, but I was like, I need to like take time to process. There was so much going on that I'm like, this was a really good movie, but like I just need a day to process this. Did you feel that way? So I'm curious who you went with, how you felt after. Yeah, I I went with Malik. So we both went with our significant others. And I think that was really cool that Malik was actually the one that was like, let's go see the Barbie movie. And I absolutely loved that. Like he was excited about it. And he knew that it was kind of like going to be uh, like lighthearted, but on a serious note as well. So he was mm -hmm. the one that like really wanted to go see it. And I want to say like, if you have a significant other, if you have if you have a daughter, if you have a wife, if you have any woman figure in your life, you should go see the Barbie movie. You should absolutely go see the Barbie movie. Like, it's not just for women. It's not just for the girlies. If you are mm -hmm. a man and you have a female figure in your life, go see the Barbie movie. That's all I have to say on mm -hmm. that. In terms of processing the movie, I was processing the whole thing. I did have to sit there for like 10 minutes after the credits were rolling to just like collect myself. I was like a puddle, just like crying <laughs> and being like, oh my God, that was so good. That was so real. And it was just, yeah, it was really amazing. And I loved being able to go with my significant other because of the fact that like he was so supportive and he was like, very validating of the different themes that popped up and the biggest one overall i would say mm -hmm. is like the um the female empowerment through the whole thing and acknowledging that acknowledging the fact that like females have a lot of challenges and struggles throughout our societal norms that we have to face like there there is a mm -hmm. part there is a monologue from america ferrera where she goes off on just all of the things that really validates the female experience on, um, again, if you haven't seen it, maybe skip this part, but like she really validates the female experience and talking about how like if you're a, if you're a woman, like you can't, there are so many things, so many ways to do it wrong and nobody credits you mm -hmm. for doing things right if you are... If you are too smart, then you are calculated. If you are not smart smart enough, then you're just below everybody else. And if you're too, you know, like if you're too this, if you're too that, like everything is just too much and you can never get it right. And mm -hmm. I was just like a mess during that part because it was so real. It puts so many experiences, put so many female experiences into a monologue. And I just felt so seen and so mm -hmm. understood um to have like to have a motion picture really reflect how you feel did you feel that way ellie mm -hmm. yeah i feel like 
Well, with the themes, I feel like there are so many themes in the movie with like that being a theme. And then you have aging, you have gender roles, you have um, like, what was I made for? Like an existential crisis. Yeah. Um, There are so many themes in the movie. So I feel like part of my processing at the end, I'm like, there, there's so much going on. And, but yeah, I definitely felt that. I felt that, um, monologue like hit really hard and I was listening to fun on weekdays podcast this over the weekend and Jenna Palak was kind of putting that into her own words into her own life with her podcast and maybe you listen to her podcast if you don't go check out fun on weekdays but she was talking about like how she wants to be transparent but then she gets called out for being too transparent she wants to share you know about her life and then people are like why are you only talking about your boyfriend and it's like it was so interesting too to hear like see it in the Barbie movie, but then also for people post Barbie movie to share their experiences of like what that looks like for them on a day-to-day basis. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that was really powerful for sure. I think there's also, I don't know, I felt like a lot of conflicting feelings because I think that monologue was like, it was heartbreaking at the same time because mm-hmm. Like, like you said, I mean, what can you even do anything right? But at the other end of the spectrum, I also felt like so much power in being a woman and so grateful, like in the experience. And so I don't know, it it was just a very like, for me personally, I felt so many feelings. I felt all the feelings, (laughs) but yeah, I loved how they addressed so many themes and that was a huge one right there. Yeah. yeah Yeah, you're so right i i think what you are feeling was they were what they were truly trying to get at but i want to go as far as even further to say that it's okay to just feel like it was a lot because it is like we as women do go through a lot Mm -hmm. on a societal level on everyday basis in terms of the pressure the judgment and i think like what they were trying to do in the Barbie movie was to hold space for us to feel safe, to be able to do the girly things, to relate to like all of these different themes that were popping up and also to just like be validated in that we feel so much and that emotions are good. Like they talked about in the movie, like emotions are good. It's okay to feel and it's okay mm-hmm. to like be together in this whole community um, even though there are struggles that we go through together, we're not alone type of thing. So like, I thought that was really cool how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, it just, it was just amazing because like, I felt like an inner child of me was also coming out, um, and being like, oh my gosh, like I remember playing with Barbies, like it was so fun. But then I remember like thinking Barbies weren't cool anymore, just like her daughter, like thinking like, why are you doing that? Like Barbies aren't cool anymore because of this, that, and the other. And it's like a lot of those things are like, was a reflection of like internalized misogyny of like us growing up, leaving that innocent world of thinking Barbies are cool and that like, it's not cool to wear pink anymore. And it's not cool to like all the girly things because of like Mm -hmm. what we're told in the world and how we have to perceive ourselves or how we have to hold ourselves in order for society to perceive us. And I think like that was like the biggest theme of it all. And in connection to that, like there's also like the topic about the pink theory. Like I just mentioned, like now we 
we with the Barbie movie, it's like there's so many pink things out there and like pink has become trendy. But the thing is, is that like it always was pink was always cool. But we just grew up thinking that we couldn't like it either because of Mm -hmm. that internalized misogyny that I was talking about, because like maybe men thought it wasn't cool. So we wanted to kind of just like mend ourselves together into that aspect of thinking and being like yeah you're right like it's not cool to do that anymore or like it's not cool to wear pink it's not cool to like barbies but it's like Mm -hmm. this is cool we should be able to just like be able to like what we like and enjoy enjoy the things that we enjoy to feel our emotions to wear our emotions on our sleeve because Mm -hmm. it is okay to do that and it's validating to have like um really validating to be able to like see it on a screen and share that feeling and that like all of these emotional things with people that have gone to see the movie so it's i just think there mm-hmm. there's so many good things that have come out of it and there's a lot of like aha moments of reflection and realization that really goes into like your that like internal purpose um that alignment that we were talking about of like what do i want in this world um mm-hmm. because at the end of the movie you know barbie reflects on what she is made for and what she's supposed to do in this life and that's what got me the most like that was the scene that just like really hit home for me because of like all of the things that we're going through right now or I'm going through right now and um in terms of like not feeling lost in what I'm supposed to do feeling lost as to what my purpose is during this transition period and it's Barbie this is a spoiler, so just skip if you don't want to listen to a spoiler. But at the end, Barbie is holding hands with her creator. And her creator is saying, take a deep breath and feel. And everything that you feel is validated. And it is what you are supposed to be going through. And you can be whatever you want to be. And that is okay. If you don't know, that is okay. And um, it's overwhelming. And it is all of these things. And that is okay. And it totally just, like, struck a chord in me because I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, ah. my creator is telling me that, like, I can be whatever I want to be. Like, you're so right. Like, I just had a little moment with myself and um, that's how I was feeling at the end of it. Um, but, yeah, that was that was my tangent in terms of how I felt about the whole movie and what I took away from it. Overall, like I said, it was very validating. I felt so seen. I felt so connected. I felt like I could be my inner child. And now I feel even more empowered to go out into society and put my best foot forward, knowing that I can be whoever I want to be. And people are going to think whatever they want, but at least I know in myself that I feel aligned in what I love to do because it's my passion and because it's what I'm created to do. Mic drop. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's so good to hear your take and I think that's so cool like it it brings up so many emotions and I think that's what makes it such an incredible movie is like what you were all just saying of how you can relate that to your life and so many people it brings up so many emotions and topics of conversation like going with your significant other or your friends where you're able to talk about these topics together and moments like this how it relates to you in your life which is so huge um to the pink theory thing, like we were talking, Rianne and I were talking about this the other day and I was like, that is so true. I don't own anything pink. I have like a raspberry colored dress and it's because I grew up hearing that pink is unprofessional. Like you shouldn't wear pink because mm-hmm. it's not professional in the workplace or whatever. 
which is so silly. So now I want to go get an item of pink and <laughs> have something pink to be able to like really exercise that, like doing what you want to do, um, which is so fun. And, and like you said, the scene of holding hands with her creator, Ruth, and her being like, what can I do? What was I made for? And then her saying like, you can, Ruth saying back, you can be anything you want to be. Um, and then spoiler alert, as we've been saying. So if you're get, getting to this point and you don't want spoilers, then that's on you. <laughs> but then she goes into the real world. And I love how it ends with her um, going to like the gynecologist. I yes. think that was so <laughs> such a beautiful ending. Not only was that so funny because like Barbie walks in so excited to go to the gynecologist and she's like so pumped checking into her appointment, but the fact that I was reading um, kind of like why the director wanted to end on that and it's because she was saying how so many um, women are like afraid of their bodies or they're like shameful of their bodies and that's something that you know, they don't want to do or they just kind of want to like hide. And so for Barbie to kind of symbolize going in and being like excited and happy and like embracing her full self, um, she wanted to show people, especially young girls who might have heard um, scary things or wh whatever you hear growing up to be like, no, you're fully accepted for who you are. Like, this is a beautiful thing. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny and cool to end with that where you think like I thought the movie was going to end with oh maybe she's like riding off in the sunset you know laughing in her pink jeep or whatever but no she's like giddy going to the doctor's office which was yeah which was a beautiful way to end and funny yeah. it is the going to the gynecologist is the center of the human or the woman experience and that's what Greta Gerwig was trying to say she was like every woman this is the center of their experience is the gyno. And it's so true. Like that, like what you said, Ellie, I really agree. Like that education part of it, like knowing and understanding that going to the gyno is a good thing and that you should be checking up with your body. And I, yeah, I just also thought it was cool because well, that you shouldn't tell be me what you thought too. at the beat. Yes. So tell me what you thought, like when they were moving into that scene, I think she set it up very strategically because it looked like it almost looked like she was gearing up for like a job interview. In my mind, I thought she was like putting on mm -hmm. her little outfit and her blazer. She was fixing her hair, like looking all professional. I was like, oh, Barbie's going out to get a job. And then she went to the gynecologist and I was like mind blown because first of all, like that was like a little internal shift in saying that like you do not need to be successful to you do not need to get a job in order to be defined as successful and that's not what barbie was put on this world to do and i was like i want to be barbie and then she went to the gynecologist <laughs> and i was like wow what a full circle womanhood yeah. experience that is so funny yeah i definitely thought the same where she was getting ready for a job and maybe even at mattel or which probably not but like i don't know my my brain went that way too but um yeah that was that was so good um there are so many like also thinking about other topics too I loved loved the topic of aging as well where Barbie mm. is seeing she gets to the real world and she's sitting on a bench and she sees like an older woman for the first time and she's just staring at her and mm -hmm. um like 
just taking her in and they're kind of looking at each other and Barbie just goes like, you are so beautiful. And then the older woman goes, I know. And that like mm-hmm. that made me emotional because I was like, yeah. how beautiful. Not in like a condescending way. society that pushes. Oh, no. Yeah. in a, Yeah. Yeah. Just in like a, I know that like feeling that security within herself and that like confidence within herself that we all hope to have, you know? Um, so I thought that was so beautiful where Barbie seen, you know, age, like physical age for the first time and was like, you are so beautiful. And then the older woman accepting and like feeling that too, because, um, in a society where it's, especially as a woman, I feel like you have this pressure of always looking young, like that TikTok filter where it's like, the old filter, whatever it's called, where it's showing what people look like when they're older and everyone's like, oh, I need to start getting Botox now. And, oh, I need to da, 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 da. And it's like, no, like you are so beautiful as you are and you're naturally aging. And I hope that society can appreciate that and that it's not seen as a necessity. I mean, if you want to do whatever you want to do, like you do it. But to have the pressure of feeling like you have to, I think is um, the dangerous pressure that we have in, especially for women, but for everyone too, in wanting to stay looking young. So anyway, that's my tangent. But I just thought that was such a beautiful scene and a great reminder to us that aging is so beautiful. And I hope that, you know, I know for me personally, I want to embrace that as the time comes, but uh, it was so good. I love that Mm -hmm. part. Yeah, that's a good one to point out. Like, it truly is, again, like, perhaps it's the internal misogyny and the male perspective of how we look at women is that women are supposed to be attractive in the male gaze. We're supposed to be one way or another for the patriarchy and for the male gaze or for mm-hmm. others' attraction. And, you know, maybe not. Like, again, like like what you said, Ellie, like if you want to do that and if it makes you feel more confident, all the power to you. I love that. And, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was a really powerful scene. And I just want to build off of that and go like age the opposite direction and saying like the parallel between like the younger generation as well was also very powerful to me. Like in the movie, like it's not – it's not um, the daughter that is playing with the Barbie. It is her mom that's playing with the Barbie mm-hmm. or like Barbie is her Barbie. And she, you know, was like connected to her in that way. And I just thought that it was so cool because it's like, I remember the time when um, when I was little, when I was nine years old, my mom and I had just got to the United States and then we went to Disneyland for the first time. And my dad always told me that my mom was more excited to see all of the characters come to life because this is what she's read about in her whole entire childhood. And I was just like, meh, like, it's all right. Like, it's kind of cool, I guess. But she was the one that was like really, really enjoying it and like eating it up. And like, it just like fueled her inner child to be able to like know that it's okay to enjoy what you're you are enjoying. And I just went to Disneyland the other day for the first time. And I felt what it was like to relive my inner child, just like my mom did when we went to Disneyland all those years ago. And I it made me really emotional to be like, wow, like, why haven't I appreciated this in the past? Like, that like childhood childlike innocence is like lost so quickly on us and the barbie movie does show mm-hmm. that because like the in your tween years you want to be cool and you want to fit in and you have all of these like societal 
pressures and all sorts of other pressures pulling you in different directions that you just you get so caught up in it and you forget to just live and be young so I thought it was really powerful mm-hmm. that like they emphasize that like no matter what age you are you can enjoy what you, whatever you want to enjoy there's no age cutoff or mm-hmm. there is no right or wrong way to enjoy the things that you love because it comes from your own heart and you shouldn't be ashamed of that Hmm. Yes. Yeah, that is such a good call out. And I know you mentioned earlier you loved playing with Barbies, and I love playing with Barbies too. And it's it was so cool where I felt like playing with Barbies. You get to be so creative. Like you make up their life. You make up what they do. How they interact. Like you are creating. You're the director of a play. You know, like you're creating this idea and um. Yeah, so it's so cool to see that they're pushing the age bounds of like you don't need to stop when you're in sixth grade or whatever it is. I feel like I probably played with Barbies to like eighth grade, to be honest. But it was it, that was really cool yes. to see. No um, shame. I think the last thing that was on my mind with the Barbie okay. movie, I think gender roles and how um, Barbie and Ken, like, I don't know. I think. Oh, I guess this is a very complex thing too, but how Ken, like at the beginning of the movie, he just wanted to make Barbie proud and get Bart, like have Barbie's attention. And then at the end, he, you know, went off on his like horse and whatever thing. Why am I blanking? But he went off, all the Kens went off. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, that's not me. And, you know, finding out who they are. So I thought that was cool. We're all around, like, we're all finding out who we are. The Kens are finding out what, like, made them them. That wasn't Barbie. The Barbies are finding, you know, the power in taking over the Kens. It, it, that was another theme, too, that I thought was just really cool of, um, at the end of the day, like, doing and finding your true self and um, doing what you want to do and acting on that true self. And the Kens found it, I guess. Barbie's got it back. So I don't know. That was a cute theme too. Mm -hmm. I agree. It really showcased the codependency when it comes to relationships. Like Ken really showed that like I can be my own self without Barbie. And because that's what Barbie has done. Like she was like, I'm Barbie. Like this is Barbie. And then there's Ken. So it wasn't ever like just, it wasn't ever Barbie and Ken. It was Barbie and then there's Ken. Mm-hmm. So I think like that really showed like the relationship mm-hmm. aspect of how we view relationships and that like the woman doesn't need to depend on the man and vice versa. So I, yes, I do believe that was also very mm-hmm. powerful. Um, and if you are like, why are you so gung-ho about this movie? Like, why are you guys talking so much about it? I think it goes to show that the movie had really struck a chord with both of us because of all of the parallels and all of the relatability that we found in the movie and within the themes that we have talked about. And like I said, for me, it was really the aspect of like finding your true purpose because in this transition phase right now where I quit my full-time job because it wasn't fulfilling me and it just wasn't what I was looking for. And if I'm going to spend 90% of my days being in a job, I want to fully enjoy it, even if that means letting go of like a full-time salary position and jumping into a very risky thing of not having that consistent structure or uh, paycheck. But the thing is, is that like the Barbie movie really solidified 
the aspect of you can be whoever you want to be and you can do whatever you want to do. Obviously, easier said than done, but I think like it validated like my feelings of I want to pursue my dream and I want to continue to live the way that I want to live mm-hmm. instead of how society views me or how other people view me because this is what truly makes me happy. And I really needed to come to terms with that and be okay with the fact that it's going against the grain of what I've been taught and it's really going against the grain of what um, societal norms and everything else. And it's scary, but it doesn't mean that it's bad or it's wrong. So that was like my biggest takeaway out of it. And I'm curious to mm-hmm. hear your big takeaway, Ellie, of how it maybe struck a chord with you or what did you feel after seeing the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I mean, there are so many things that come to mind, but I think one thing that was really beautiful to me is like as women, we need to support other women. Like we need to support each other. Um, When you think about the symbolism of the Barbies and like in Barbie land, like Barbie would win a Nobel Prize and then Barbie was president, Barbie was Supreme Court and they'd be like, go Barbie, yay Barbie and cheer each other on. And then in the world of the Kens, they kind of were questioning like their self-worth, like how how was I doing this? How was I getting this prizes? Like they were, um, when they won a prize, like, oh, I don't deserve this, like that. And then they worked together to empower each other back up and together rise instead of tearing each other down. And I think as women, sometimes we like we are our toughest critics, but then I feel like also sometimes um, women, we don't always support each other. Like a lot of times um, we can be mean to each other. (laughs) And I know even as a kid, like it can be really hard. I just think about like kindergarten and all the drama that we had even in kindergarten. So I think this movie so beautifully instilled that like together we rise and it's so important to build each other up and not tear each other down. Um, So I think that theme was something that is a huge takeaway that I hope people um, really, you know, keep with them in their hearts. And um, yeah, I'd say that's a a huge one. And also that scene of the creator, like Ruth and Barbie, like what you were just saying of what was I made for and really questioning that and actively pursuing it, even though it can be scary, like Barbie going into the real world. So those are the two big things. And yeah, we did, we did go off today about the Barbie movie. Um, but I love that, you know, we brought it back down. So thank you for asking about the takeaways because there are so many takeaways. And I hope that if you haven't seen the movie, um, you can, I kind of want to rewatch it because it's been a while now since I've seen it. And I feel like I just want to rewatch it for another perspective. Like, second set of eyes on it, I guess. Um, But yeah, it was, there's so many good takeaways. Hmm. I love it. I hope that in talking about the Barbie movie, it parallels a bigger theme of what we are trying to create with our podcast community. We want to continue to share things that you relate to as a person going through this life and um, as somebody who might come across struggles and challenges and be able to find relatability and community within that because this this is a human experience we all go through uh we all go through hills and valleys Mm -hmm. and it's it's crucial to continue to 
empower each other and lift each other up through the ups and the downs. And that's what we're here to do, right? Like being able to create a community that shares all of the successes, but as well as the challenges that come along. So um, we really hope that you mm -hmm. continue to invest in us as we continue to invest in you, because that is what it's about. It's being in community with each other and also, like Ellie said, empowering and uplifting each other no matter what we continue to do with our lives. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was so beautifully said. And um, yeah, I think there's so much to move forward with and we're so excited to continue to just hype you up in in the journey. So thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Be Your Own Boss podcast. It's so fun to be able to chat about life, you know, becoming in alignment with ourselves, but also the fun like pop culture things too. Like the Barbie movie is so fun to chat about something that's going on for all of us and just like all over the media and there's pink everywhere. So it's so fun to chat about it. But we hope that you join us for another episode. We have episodes every Thursday, but until then, you can find us on social media over on Instagram at Be Your Own Boss Podcast, our Facebook community, Be Your Own, Bo Be Your Own Boss Podcast community, and on TikTok. I think it's BYOB Podcast. So find us on over there. Cheers, bosses.